1: president Donald J. Trump.
0: And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him.
1: Before we get to our guest, a quick message from our sponsor. We've talked a lot about Mike Lindell's products at MyPillow.com. The quality is just amazing and everything he makes lasts forever. He's got a new product out right now that the summertime customer will just absolutely love. We've all had the slippers, and the quality on those is amazing. People rave about them. He's got the three layers of comfort where he's morphed that technology into the summertime sandals. They look like Crocs, but they're much more comfortable and long-lasting. Again, the proprietary three-layer technology that will give you extreme comfort in these sandals to wear around uh, for the rest of your summers, actually. So how can you get these? You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CDM to get the massive discounts he has on for the launch of this product. But just don't look at the sandals. Mike has over 600 products. If you're looking for household goods or apparel, don't go to the big box communist retailers that support the cabal. Support the Patriots, support CDM.press using promo code CDM, and get the best discounts available at MyPillow.com. And now let's get to our guest. Welcome back to Information Operation. It's been a busy few weeks uh, on the electoral cycle, uh, but there's been a lot of strange things happening in Colorado, and we brought on the man to tell us uh, he's been the tip of the spear fighting for election integrity in Colorado. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hey,
0: thanks for having me, Todd.
1: So I'm just going to let you talk. You sent me a lot of slides. Um, I have to be honest, I don't know what happened, and I'm going to let you tell our audience what happened in Colorado in the GOP primary.
0: Well, you know, we, we actually anticipated there'd be theft in the election. I mean, obviously, we, there's there's two ways that you can steal an election. One is using the machines, and the second of which is is mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the issues that um, that that I have specifically is is that I want to make sure that they're transparent. Like that's that's really all we care about, not in mm-hmm. Colorado but around the nation. And mm-hmm. the machines have you know have the vulnerabilities. Obviously, we've we've heard about the vulnerabilities coming out of Georgia. Right. Um, we've heard what they've said as it relates to the CEO of Dominion saying that there, there's no inter- the connectivity. And then we have other information that shows there is connectivity. Um, and we've spent an enormous amount of time over the last two years digging into not just Dominion, but ESNS, clear ballot and a couple of the other machine manufacturers. And they have a lot of eerie similarities between them. Um, hmm. The biggest of which is, is that there is no transparency, none. And they use this what's called a risk-limited audit Correct. in order to validate the fact that the ballots that came through are, true and correct.
1: That's what Raffensperger uh, did in Georgia, by the way, for our audience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and
0: we're, we're catching them over and over again. There was a, there was a Democrat, um, a primary down in Georgia where they said, Hey, this is impossible. I, I voted in my own district and I didn't have one vote in that. In, County. My, in my, yes. What's that?
1: DeKalb County.
0: Yeah. yeah. DeKalb County. And mm-hmm. so they, they overturned that obviously and found that not only did, did they have ballots that were not in the system correctly, but that she had actually won the primary. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened in Colorado is it's unbelievable. I mean, when mm-hmm. I when I say it's unbelievable, Todd, you're, you're if you look at if you look at the actual movement of the votes that come in during overtime. Number one in every county, Tim, Tina Peters lost the the, the uh, secretary of state's office. Matter of fact, every top line candidate every single top line candidate in the entire state who had talked about election integrity lost Mm -hmm. by large margins. And in this case, Tina Peters came in at first came in in third place. Now in second place to two pretty much unknown people. I mean, Pam Anderson um, is it's no secret that she was um, a board member for the CTCL, which is the organization that basically stole elections across the country and, and injected $400 million um, into Zuckerbuck Zuckerbucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, but if you if you look at and, and we have this this um diagram, this is a diagram of the votes coming in over time for the Republican primary for the secretary of state, and you'll see that there is Anderson, Odell, uh, excuse me, O'Donnell, and Peters. Now, I wanna I wanna I want to I want you to look at this, I want everyone to look at this carefully. Number one, at, in every single county in Colorado, every single county, the initial vote count that came in at 2108, which, by the way, is 1908 um, uh, Mountain Standard Time, our time, 2108 is East, East uh, Coast Time. Every single county started off with ballots for Anderson, Pam Anderson, who, by the way, was like Basement Anderson. She's just like Biden, never came out of her basement, very little uh time that she spent with the voters and, and i want to point something else out at the assembly tina peters won by nearly uh 60 percent of the vote so she got nearly 60 percent of the vote at the primary and yet and and all of the uh polls that we had showed that she had about a 46 to 47 percent um vote margin pam anderson had thirty one percent and uh Mike O'Donnell had 19%. Now, why is this important? If you look at this graph, every single time at every interval, all of the votes moved at the same rate or all three candidates at the same time in the same ratio. And if you look at it, this is what it would look like if you used a function, an algorithm, in order to produce an outcome. The, the, the opportunity for this to happen in every single county is non-existent. It's impossible for this to happen, Todd. It's yeah. not improbable. It's impossible. And in every single county, Pam Anderson started out with, in this case, I think it was like 40,000 more votes, or excuse me, across Colorado, 40,000 or 50,000 more votes. And that margin never changed. So the ratio stayed the same the entire time. The ratio stayed the same. And every single time along the line, on time mm-hmm. intervals, you will see at every time interval that the votes go up at the same rate for all three candidates at the same time. So that's the equivalent of, you th- of, of me saying that we all vote the same way, that everyone in Colorado that voted for uh, Tina, Mike O'Donnell, and uh, Pam Anderson voted the same way if they voted when those vote- ballots came in, they came in at the same rate across the board in every single county in every part that had pam anderson leading leading um lead ahead which right. is not true it's 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 not even mathematically possible it's not scientifically possible and this is the same pattern that we saw back in the november election the same pattern that we saw when we looked at the elections in in virginia we looked at the elections in or primaries in georgia the the probability of this happening you have a better chance of getting hit on the 40th floor by a Mack truck in a traffic accident than you do of this happening in the election. In other words, it very, can't happen.
1: Very similar to what happened in Georgia also for our viewers, where you had Raffensperger essentially holding, we think, a 15% margin um, across the board, you know,
0: ratio-wise all night. Well, and want I want to point something out. The entire state of Colorado uses Dominion voting system except for two counties, Douglas County and Garfield County, and they use clear ballot system. Mm-hmm. Now, we would have expected the theft to have occurred in Dominion, but over time we've seen that Dominion, ESNS, and Clear Ballot use the same algorithmic settings within the systems in order to produce an outcome. Now, I have this slide that I sent over. It's called the Garfield SOS flip. Mm-hmm. Now, let me let me tell you what you're looking at here. This shows that at 21:46, um, right, which is 1946 in um, 1946, by the way, is 7, 746. So 746 PM mountain standard time is when all the votes came out of this County. Now this is a very small County uh, on the Western slope. And you'll notice that Anderson is the the top line candidates is the, is the blue Peters is the red and uh, O'Donnell is the green. Now you'll see, this is how, when you start breaking it down by County, you can see that it's programmed into every single one of the Every single one of the, the machines is programmed the same way, every single time. And if you look at the interval on 2251, the ballots go up at the same rate. And if you go again on the uh, uh, update at around 10 p.m., which is uh, four, which basically this goes on, again, East Coast time, you'll see that these changes all happen at the same rate. Now, something happened at 1.30 in the morning or 11.30 at night, and, and this is when the votes flipped. This is when Tina Peters vote. She became the top line candidate. Anderson became the bottom line candidate and Mike O'Donnell became the midline candidate. So all three of the candidates actually flipped. And then if you go on, you'll see how it goes all the way into the next day. Now this shows that they flipped back. Those all flipped back at around three o'clock in the afternoon or one o'clock in the afternoon the next day. Wow. That's pretty stunning. So, So how does that happen? Todd? Yeah, it doesn't, obviously. It, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Now, we, we, we've been able to prove that all you have to do is change the index ID, the ID of the individual, in order to flip ballots. Now, here's what you need to know about what happened in Colorado in the primary. Now, I haven't talked about Ron Hanks. I haven't talked about any of the other candidates, although we saw the same movement for votes as they came in over time for every one of those candidates. Mm-hmm. But in Tina Peter's case, the first time in 20 years that the GOP had not released a poll that they did for the Secretary of State in Colorado, 20 years, Hmm. all of a sudden they weren't interested in putting out a poll. Why? Well, but they actually did do a poll. And we were able to get access to that information on what their poll numbers were. Wow. And so the poll... We have a gop we have a bunch of gop insiders but this particular gop insider in colorado and it's 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 no secret that the gop in Colorado, the state gop is run by the same people that pretty much run the radical left there's no difference between the two they they're the two wings of the same bird they both touch and they're both compromised but as as we started going through they had a poll that came out now the day before the primary I was given access to the information. People called me and said, or this person called me and said, "Joe, you need to know that they did do a poll, and the numbers were that Tina Peters went between forty-five and forty-seven percent. Now, see, the day that the the polls, the day before the the um, uh, primary, she was at forty-seven percent. Mm-hmm. Pam Anderson was at thirty-one percent, and Michael Donald was at nineteen percent. Now, this accounted for Democrats switching from Democrat to unaffiliated voters so they can vote in an open primary." Right, which is what they do when everyone on the on the Democrat side literally is running unopposed, because right. the Democrats have figured out just get nobody to run against you, and then we'll get all of our Democrats to go over and vote for the the weakest Republican candidate. What they did in Georgia too, yeah. right? Same thing, mm-hmm. and so and and it's a game plan that we should pay attention to because we should have closed primaries. If you're not a Republican, you shouldn't be able to vote. Period. Of course, but what was interesting about this that forty-seven percent, thirty-one percent, and nineteen percent. Guess what happened in the primary? It flipped. Mm-hmm. Now you have a plus or minus, probably two or three percentage points, but Pam Anderson, the little known uh, CTCL Zuckerbucks uh, champion, the person that helped steal the election in November of 2020, now all of a sudden was at 44%, 45%. Tina wow. Peters at 26%, and Michael Donald's at 24%. So almost the identical flip of what we saw of the actual polls with people in um that were that were pulled prior to the primaries so that leads you back to the place where they could just flip votes look i don't care how you how you put it A pri- we just want safe and secure elections we want to be able to elect not select but what's happening right now is that the machine process and the new rules of the secretary of state of colorado which are wholly unconstitutional allow for the only two people to call for an audit to be the secretary of State which is basically George Soros's um, right. godchild and, uh, uh, and uh, Dominion. Those are the only two people that can call for an audit. Everyone else, the American <laughs> people, people of Colorado. What's that? Do you, do you think there's Wi-Fi connections and this has been done for some macro level
1: or is it wired in the machines? What do you think?
0: Well, you know, we, we learned from the Mesa reports, the report one, two, and three, that mm-hmm. they had a separate database that was stored and that separate database would then replace votes inside the system. So yeah. I believe that all of this is pre-manufactured. I believe that once they know who voted, then they know who didn't vote. Once they know who didn't vote and they need the ratios, they can grab from that pool of of votes, bring it in, bring the system down, bring it back up, which by the way, it happened in Colorado as well. And as that mm-hmm. information translates, it's able to translate those those in order to make sure that that function of getting the, the desired outcome happens within the machines. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and mathematically, that's what you're seeing. I mean, and it's not just me. We're talking about scientists mathematicians even my my most my most critical uh friends who one of them is a professor on the east coast i sent it to him and i go tell me what the probability of this actually happening is and he goes it's not probable Hmm. it's not probable joe i'm now convinced that the elections across the country are fraudulent and this is happening everywhere this is happening everywhere
1: so you have a plan to do something about it. What is that? Or is there anything else you want to tell us on the elections? itself?
0: well, you know, right now we're, we're going through, we have a plan in Colorado and we have a plan in other states. Cause we know that this, the same type of um, system has been used in nearly every state. We know it, it happened in Georgia. We're also looking at Virginia. We're looking at Pennsylvania. We're looking at Michigan. Uh, we're looking at lots of different states that are, you know, Michigan's coming into the primary season now. Right. And so, we, we look at how they've been able to manipulate votes across the board. We know how they're doing it. They're not even hiding it anymore. So we're using lawfare in certain, uh, you know, using the law in certain areas to make sure we can file the proper lawsuits and injunctions. And then to give ourselves the ability to have access to the ballots. Like we want the ballot images. We're filing FOIA requests. We have people in multiple areas that are filing for, um, sorry, core requests in Colorado's core request, And that gets access to the information that we need in order to go back and do an audit of all the votes. Um, so we're doing that now. We're also organizing people across the state in order to make sure we can stand up to the illegal use of the machines and the mail-in ballot system by itself. Nothing that we have across this country in nearly every state is transparent. It's just supposed to be, trust me, well, the yeah. American people are done trusting. I mean, look at what we're dealing with. We have a, a border eva- invasion um, at the southern border, and they're you know the Border Patrol is being cre- they've created an anemic environment where they, they don't have any power. They're powerless to what's happening on the border. We have critical race theory, gender fluidity. They've interfered with our education system, making our kids. Right. I don't know how to use the word of just not proficient. I guess that's probably the best way to put it. I was going to say dumber. They're just they're coming out of school, not proficient in anything. Yeah. Um. The attack on the American ideal is, you know, full force ahead, and they're not even hiding anymore. You had the the Washington, uh, excuse me, the White House correspondent that came out that this is this this pain has to continue, so that they can promote their liberal For the world trans- order.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, um, I'm actually going to show this interview on our Georgia show. I think uh, people in Georgia need to show need to see. You know, because we have very we have Garland Favoritos suing to get valid images in 159 counties uh, because very similar stuff is happening down there. And there's a huge CCP influence down there, too, that we've ran into. Do you, do you see that in Colorado? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And and it's not it's not the you know it's a money laundering deal yeah. right so you yeah. have ngo organizations across the country that are fortifying themselves you have large corporatisms or corporate environments that are influencing elections and buying into elections by donating money to these nonprofits, or then filtering the money down in order to become weaponized against the american people most people don't think the way the radical left does so it's a small group of people that are standing together adversely affecting the rest of america and we're sitting back saying people can't be this evil but people are waking up every day to the idea that listen, they've been enslaved. Yeah. Fifty two fifty-two cents on every dollar goes to them and they get to basically dictate what we can and cannot do. And now we have six dollar gas. We can't we have a supply shortage on the food side. Um are you we're having rolling blackouts. We just had a rolling blackout in Colorado. Um that's happening across the nation. Food
1: scarcity is coming too. I mean
0: that's part and, of the plan, yeah. And and we can see all of this turmoil being created in our in our own backyards. I mean the the, the fuel supply, the uh, uh, national reserves are at 54 percent of what they were, the lowest they've been in nearly four decades, and people aren't paying attention to these different things. And so the idea that that we're doing is we're gonna we're gonna put a plan out there. Now that plan is based off of a, a biblical formula called the doctrine of the lesser magistrates. We believe that people have the opportunity to stand up together. People have the opportunity to stand up to this tyrannical force and become the, uh, the the person that stands in a place of interposition between the tyrants or the the people that would do harm and the intended victims, which are our society, our communities. And so I think people feel powerless, but we've come up with a, a model where we're going to go across the nation, hundred cities uh, in a hundred days. We're going to talk to people before the, the election in November of 2022. We're going to educate people on what is happening, and then we're going to tell them what they can do about it. How do we get rid of the machines? How do we get rid of mail-in ballots? How do we become the lesser magistrates, not rely on a corrupt and um, infiltrated system of bureaucrats and, and elected officials who just want to do harm to us in order to retain power um, and chase money?
1: So the, the fear is obviously that uh, you know, no matter how many poll watchers you put in there, how many school board you know school board you take over that they still will steal it via the machines or the mail-in ballots no matter what so how how does your plan address that issue i mean what what's i think statistical, that you know or do you even know or want to say No, we,
0: we definitely do so you have to work the problem the, the biggest thing is how do we work the problem everyone wants to work the symptoms so the symptom in in some cases how do i protect my kids i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna take my right. kids out of the school that doesn't solve the problem It still allows school boards to do what they want and so interposition, by the way, has been used for for thousands of years. I mean, if you if you go back in in, in uh, Roman times, um, it was it was it was used in order to sit in between the intended victims when they wanted to pervert um, God's law or or put a, a picture inside of a. It was used uh, interposition was used when when they wanted to kill um, the Hebrew children. It was used and and Martin Luther King used it when standing mm-hmm. between. You know tyrannical laws that were happening that were oppressive and and racist and and the intended victims which were minorities so interposition a place of standing in the gap between those that would do harm and those that are are the intended victims has been used forever and in this case though in working the problem the problem is is that the voting machines are not something that anybody in in this country wants we don't want it right Right, and so we want to get rid of the machines, and so that in some cases, as they work the problem in their environment, that make people may go in and just remove the machines. Yeah. And say, listen, we're they show up with 5,000 people, and walk into the precincts and said, thank you. The machines go. You can use paper ballots. Um. When it comes to the mail-in ballots, we can reject whole wholly the use of mail-in ballots. The fact that they have you know voter rolls that are so bloated that they can really manipulate anything they want, mm-hmm. anything they want. They can. Uh, they can just walk in and just here we're going to drop another two hundred thousand ballots in there we're going to get the person we want to be elected elected um so going in and basically stopping them from using mail-in ballots but it's and you go into every precinct you go into every area and you basically people in that area may decide to form a a chain around the precinct and said you're not using these machines they may decide to go in and stand and occupy the area of the precincts and stand around the machines but see, the, the idea of it is, is that we just want sensibility. We want to be able to trust our elections. We want to be able to make sure that our voice is heard. Because if you don't have a voice and they steal your voice, then you're a slave. Sure. There is no freedom. Not freedom is, today. There is not freedom no
1: tomorrow. Action of government to the citizen or any way to get redress. Right. I mean, there's no. The courts are not working. The legislatures are bought. So, yeah, you're right. What What is left?
0: And the normalized process of being a lesser magistrate is that you encourage lesser magistrates or people at the local level to do the right thing. Well, we saw what happened in, in uh, New Mexico where they did the right thing. They got rid of the ballot machines. They, they discovered fraud. So they got rid of the ballot machines. They got rid of the uh, Dominion voting systems. And they did not certify the election, the, the uh, localized election. <laughs> they were threatened with their jobs and they were threatened with a felony if they did not recertify the election. So out of fear... All of the work that they did of 18 months for uncovering all of this fraud was for naught because they did not have the courage to stand up because they didn't have people within the community that were willing to push against that and say, listen, I want you to do the right thing. We're here to protect you. And because the ethos of our community has been, you know, me, 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 you know, we've built an ethos that gets away from that that selfless sacrifice that came for generations before us. And so we, once we know that that's the case and that even the good people within those environments that admitted that, looking, I don't, I can't, I'm, I'm better to serve you as a county commissioner than I am if they throw me out. So I have to certify this election, even though they uncovered fraud. Um, we don't have a choice at this point. There, there is no going to a lesser magistrate or, or relying on um, ju- the judicial branch and even the Supreme Court. Todd, you can't yeah. rely on the Supreme Court either because they've proven that the Supreme Court's going to make a ruling and they're going to stand against the ruling and just defy it. Yeah, Because they're living in a lawless society. They're living in a place where they don't care if the law of the land and, and moral and ethical barometers are set. They're just going to ignore those anyway and just persecute those that stand against it or speak up. And we have to speak up now and stand up now because now we still have the power of the people. So, you know,
1: in 10 years, we may not. So that's, you know, or probably won't at
0: that point. Look, it, it, it is a hard road to, to walk. It is not an easy road to walk. I, I was a tech CEO, mm-hmm. so they they have literally written hit piece after hit piece after hit piece against me across the nation, from Vice to Washington Post, New York Times, you name it. Across the board, they've written these hit pieces, and they call me an election denier and a conspiracy theorist. I was a tech CEO, and now they yes. they've aligned me and said you're just a podcaster. Well, I'm a pretty good podcaster. I mean, we we have a very very large audience. Yeah, but. But that's not what I was. I was a subject matter expert on system architecture. I built one of the largest first party data aggregation companies in the country. And I understand system architecture. I know how they stole the election within the machines. And you know they want to come out and say that everything we've said about Eric Coomer, everything that we've said about uh, the election, about the minion voting system is not true, but it's proving itself to be true as you walk through that path. Well, the good thing is that
1: the, they've lost the ability to control the narrative uh, to a large extent, I think uh and and you know and, and it's guys like you who are out doing the podcast every day that are getting the story out there and american people are getting it for sure but we just have to turn up the juice i guess um, we got to
0: be ambassadors of truth
1: yeah so how can we help you in your effort uh, with your 100 city uh plan
0: well so we have people that they can go to and um and say hey i want you to come to my city and we're trying to align with every organization across the country so it doesn't matter to me if you have we, we want to be those 100 cities but we want to have 10 groups so we actually want a thousand cities so we'll hit some cities twice mm-hmm. and we'll have other people that are in this movement that that will go to those cities and talk about the plan like here's the plan here's how you organize here's how you set aside your petty differences This is how you do the things that are necessary in order to stand in a large group of 2000 people. Here's the ethos. Here's the plan. Here are the problems. Now you have to decide what it is, what threshold you have individually. And then we're going to do it all at the same time across the country. So we're going to have 2000, 3000, 5000 people in each area. that Basically walk in and say, we've had enough. And we, we tell people, look, this is not without risk. Yeah. This is not without risk, but it's nonviolent. Right. It 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 goes in and it handles the things and it removes the problems that we have within our system, which well, Doing, not, doing we, nothing is not without risk.
1: It's this huge risk, you
0: know You're absolutely right. And if yeah. and if we don't stand up if we don't do the hard work now It's going to be much yeah. more difficult if not impossible a decade from now and we'll be living in a in a hell uh, You know, I like to call it hell on earth. That's what it will be in 10 years
1: That my I don't children my, will have no. Yeah, I don't want my children living in it. So
0: yeah. So we're, we're, you know, you can go to, uh, you know, obviously I talk about it on conservative daily podcast, mm-hmm. um, but you can, um, y- you can reach out. I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out what we have to, yeah, you go to conservative. Yeah.
1: Uh, they can send an email to info at conservative-daily.com or, yeah. uh, or they can
0: send to me Apollo at conservative Sorry. That's our producer that is talking right now. It's all good.
1: <laughs> So, yeah. So say that one more time, the email where they should send something to.
0: So they can go to info at conservative-daily.com. Okay. And, um, you know, we are doing this in combination with FEC United, which is the organization that I that I started. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are not, this isn't about FEC United, and it's not about um, any one organization. It's about how do I serve um, and, and uh, submit to other groups around the country, giving them those plans, Giving them the idea how to stand together with other people um and then you know do you know who Ammon bundy is
1: yeah that's a, a few years back right with the uh yeah the yeah yeah
0: so so remember when the blm tried to come in bureau of land management tried to come in and take that man's property right. and it was in Nevada, right. and he up showed up
1: with and on rifles and horseback yeah
0: yeah and and then they showed up and they had snipers and so then more men showed up for Uh, Mm -hmm. and said, okay, we can play this all day long. We'll get up to a thousand people and you are willing to fight Mm -hmm. and they, they backed down. So he's going to stand
1: later, but yeah, when they had them two to one or something, you know, when they were, you know, had them cornered, but yeah, you're right. It did work.
0: But the one thing that has always stood out is that when you stand together, when you literally stand together, they are weak. Of course. Yeah because they don't represent the interests of the people and we just need to get to a place where what they when what, the, the ethos of what they do to one of us they do to all of us we stand in that And when somebody comes to Bob's house because they want to take out Bob you know he you know 50 100 people show up saying you're not taking Bob Bob didn't do anything wrong Bob Bob issued his redress of grievances and came up with a solution told you how to solve this problem so you're going to leave Bob alone that's what it's going to take in this country in order to stand against the the oppressors stand against these tyrants that have that have stolen things from us as a nation
1: well we're with you joe at cd media so uh, let us know how we can help get the word out definitely and we'll we'll get this interview spread far and wide and uh, i'm going to run this on our georgia show sunday also just so people God down not are frustrated you know they they don't know where where to turn they they've tried hard they've pulled watch for 20 years and nothing's working so and it was obvious there was fraud in the In the primary. So thank you for coming on, Joe. We're going to have you back on a regular basis, I think, as this progresses. Take care. God bless you. Cheers.